Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is a Wednesday, and we are back. Fantasy Football Junkies, season number two, episode two, Bonzi and Ego. Behind these beautiful black microphones. Well, they're not black. The black is the covering of it that's gray. Mostly black. There's some gray in there. A little bit of gray. But I just didn't want anybody to be like, what did he just say? <laughs> just yeah. Calm down. Calm down, folks. You can see on the on the social media that we're good to go. Right. You can follow us on Twitter. Are we good or should we start this over? Fantasy Junkies? No, man. This is live, bro. <laughs> this isn't this isn't fake. You know what I mean? <laughs> I did, though, find some funny uh, things that we might be able to play throughout like oh ego's extra point let's go how about that <laughs> i like it i mean it fits i found a whole bunch of sound effects that i used to use back in the day man <laughs> so i was like oh man i might start using those again your that. extensive fm radio <laughs> career man like this this one this is another one i'm sorry let me hear Whoa! I mean, whoa! Yosemite Sam. <laughs> All right. So, like, when you say something dumb, I'm just gonna play that one. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa! What did you just say? So you, you're you, never gonna hear that one. You don't want punters in your fantasy football league? Whoa! Whoa, I don't know, man! I think consensus would probably side with me. <laughs> I don't know. You've got your work cut out for you. I am. I am eager to hear how you sway me on this punters and, and fantasy. Football. This is the one I think I'll play. You, whenever you want me to play this one, I think you should just point at me. Okay. Because when it, like a moment, because like I control the whole show over here right now, and you have no control over what we play. Because I could make you sound like a girl if I wanted to. Sure. But like if you, if I say something dumb and you want to point at me and be like, hey, 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 and just put toilet flushing. Yeah. Hey, punters, punters need to be added to the league, Ego. There it is. You have a. Uh, you've been working long hours. <laughs> I'm goofy, man. I'm goofy. <laughs> that fair sun has been cooking you. I am goofy. Hey, all, right, all right, so dude. that's all right. Excited about uh, today's second episode here, and uh, yeah, again, Twitter, Facebook, follow us on that. And uh, we're going to be pumping out a lot of content for you guys. Follow us and on the Apple uh, podcast, Spotify, Google Play. It's all over, man. And uh, did you have anybody listen to last week's by any chance and give you any comments, concerns, opinions, or anything? Not that I heard of. Now, I posted it out there on our Twitter page, and I am working on it since you, you kind of handed the reins of the Twitter page over to me. I think I've at least doubled our followers. I'm going to... From two to four? Exactly. Oh, man, Here we go. Awesome. That qualifies us as the fastest growing yes. fantasy podcast on Twitter. I love it. When we have uh, increased our audience by 100%. So anyhow... It. Next week, we're looking at maybe double digits. That'd be great. That'd and be so great. here we go. I had somebody last week, uh, They a lot of my buddies down in St. Louis listen, and big shout out to those guys, and boy, that they just give me a bunch of the, the stuff, man. And yeah? Just, yeah, just, you know, the, the, we did the 10 tips, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And so one of the, I mean, the, the, the big thing on me was, man, you got so many tips, how many championships do you have? I heard you and that guy talking back and forth about championships, and you threw out one. Like, so what's his resume? I said, I don't think we need to bring out resumes, do we really? I mean... They want my resume? Both. They're like, we oh. want your resumes. And I'm like, just, hey, we, you guys need to just slow down. Right. And they're like, no, I think your listeners need to know, I mean, if you guys are going to talk fantasy football, you know, what's the proof that you have that you guys know what sure. you're talking about? And I, and I get it, okay? 
But I don't need to, you know, I don't need to come with any resume. So I honestly don't know how many championships I have. <laughs> Probably in the 10 to 11 to 15 to yeah, somewhere in there. Multiple. And you've been doing it for 30 years? I've been playing for... In 30 different leagues a year? I've been not... Three, out of 3,000 leagues, 10 close. is not bad, Ego. Do you want to... <laughs> I mean, do you want to discredit our show? No, like, right. no. We've, I mean, we've here, got, listen, we've here, got some flack. Here's my resume. I've been hosting a crazy popular fantasy football show. Super crazy. For 16 years. Absolutely. Right? And it's it's a really, really popular show. Tons of callers <laughs> every week, and they keep coming back. Oh, yeah. That's my resume. And that's the best thing about yeah. you know doing this podcast, I think, is, again, setting up Fantasy Football 101 on, on Sundays. And when is that first one happening again? I'm going to go talk to KO after this. We're going to get that set up. Good. But um, probably, I'm guessing, a week from Sunday. Perfect. We'll get going. Perfect. And you guys should put that up somehow and record that and put it up on, maybe on a podcast. Here's the like, thing on, on that, man, is that show is done right before kickoff. True. Right? That was what it was meant to be. Exactly. Yeah. So it's a call-in show. Right. It's It's... Last minute roster advice, mm-hmm. which dominates the whole show. So, yeah. if you're going to listen to it later, yeah, it doesn't do any good. It doesn't do any good. You're right. And the Facebook Live, you guys do too. Do you do that from your personal Facebook or from the Fancy Football from the 101? Fantasy Football page? 101. Okay. Yeah. Follow both those pages, guys Fancy Football Junkies and, of course, uh, Fancy Football 101. So, let's get into what this episode is all about. Okay. Let's Season two, episode two. We are going to be ranking. We're going to start off with tight ends. Okay. I'm going to give you the top 15 tight ends. I'm only going to get into like maybe the top 10. Descript- like the, the top 10 tight ends, I'm going to give you a little info about each, and then I'll give you some five. Then we'll go top 10. Uh, top. Did you do 15 defense or 10 defense? I did 15. 15 defense, then kickers. Um, I, I just did uh, 10. I thought I, I was doing kickers. Yeah, you got kickers. I got I got uh, defense, right? Okay. No. You got I have punters. punters. I'm, I'm confused now. Yeah, so you did 15 kickers? Yeah. Okay, I just did 10 punters. No offense uh, to punters. Yeah, it's, it's fine. If I'm going to blast punters all season long. Listen. People are going to shut the show off by then anyway. <laughs> you're going to be convinced. We better lead with... I'm telling you right now. You're going to be convinced. It's fun, man. It's fun, especially for the people who have never done fantasy football before. And I'll get to the punter defense a little bit later, too. But let's start off with top 15 tight ends, okay? Right. And I think the way we do this is we start off with number one, man, because that's the big dog. I mean, I don't want to really? go... You I don't, don't count down? I don't want to go backwards because, I mean, who cares about my my five that I have on here? 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. I'm going to get, I mean, you, we need to talk about the number one. Like when you okay. draft a team, Fair enough. who's your number one pick? That's what you do. You don't count down. Yeah, you're right. Right? It's so like, I'm going to start with number 20. Yeah, let's yeah. go with number 20. No, I don't want to hear about number 20. I want to hear about my number one fantasy tight end football pick. All Fair right. Enough. Let's and do again, it. if you have anything to say and you disagree, just jump in after I give my little synopsis if you don't care. Just a quick clarification is this in. PPR format. Is yes, that how you do yes. your rankings? So when I do rankings, always that's a good point we should have made. That it's 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 basic scoring system. I do half point PPR. Okay. All right. Some people will do full point PPR. I'm in three leagues so far this year. And out of the three leagues I'm in, two are half point, one is full point. Sure. All right. But then in quarterbacks, when we get to quarterbacks, we'll we'll make that this, this you know that 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 clarification too. Because a lot of people will do different scoring on quarterbacks. That, I think that's does. the biggest one. Yeah, agreed. Four points for touchdowns, five points, six points, and sometimes do a full seven. And then there's bonus points for touchdowns, too, for quarterbacks, which is crazy. For long touchdowns. Right. Both, yeah, how, so, yeah. So I think we should just stick with basic scoring for okay. the most part. And if we don't agree on that, then we can just say, hey, this is the, the list. You guys go by it. If you don't like it, 
just call my buddies in St. Louis. They'll complain sure. as much as yeah, you guys you will. Can, yeah. So the number one overall tight end pick for 2022, I went with Travis Kelsey from the Kansas City Chiefs. All Out right? on the limb. For the first time since 2016, Kelsey was n- not the number one fantasy tight end in 2021. He was only number two behind Mark Andrews. Now, Kelsey will look to get back at the top spot this season. He should benefit with Tyreek Hill no longer in KC. Kelsey's worth drafting again, I believe. This is my belief. I believe if it's a 12-team league, early as round one in your league. If it's a 12-team league, and you're and especially if quarterbacks are only getting five points or four points, I just think Kelsey, I mean, he could spike huge in targets. If you're getting PPR and a full point for PPR with Hill gone, his two best seasons of his career, 2020-2018, when I went and looked back, he had at least 145 targets. Now, it's insane, man. You might be concerned that Kelsey is going to slow down at 32, but I don't think so, man. I mean, Patrick Mahomes needs a big season from Kelsey without Hill. I think fantasy managers should reap the benefits. That's why he's my number one overall. I am not going to argue that. I 100% agree. And a matter of fact, I, I even agree with taking him in the first round. Um it's because he gives you such an advantage at that one position where in the second and third round, you can still get a wide receiver one and right. a running back one. Um, so, yeah, I'm with it. Especially if you have to start a tight end. That's oh, the yeah. other thing, yeah, too. Yeah. Some people in some leagues don't make you start a tight end. They'll make it a flex. But if you have to start a tight end and it's a 12-man league, I'm pretty much guaranteeing Kelsey goes in the first round. Yeah, okay? agreed. Uh, coming in at number two, I got Kyle Pitts with Atlanta. Wow. Uh, listen, now let me let me make my case here for Pitts, all right? He's automatically a top three fantasy tight end. I don't care what anybody says. He finished his rookie year ranked no worse than fifth at his position in yards, targets, yards per catch, yards per route run, average depth of target, and explosive play rate. Guys, top five in every one of those categories, okay? That's points to me. That's that, that's that, that's just points to me, all right? Um, he became invisible in the red zone. I will admit that. Tenth in targets with just one score. But again, if you're PPR and you are if, – and, and some people give targets too. I mean, there's points for yeah. targets too. Um, you know, it would be a fireable offense if Arthur Smith didn't try to get Pitts more involved in the red zone this year, especially considered he's now among the most experienced pass catchers on the Falcons, hands down. Downside of catching 60 passes for 900 yards and five TDs, uh, and the upside to rewrite the record books for tight end production. I think Pitts is worth the gamble. Uh, going over in my next guy, you're, I mean, I think you take him over my number three. Because, you know, especially if he's sitting there, like, I, I think Kelsey is the number one. I think you can wait round three or four before you take, because I've got these guys tiered. Um, my, 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 my number one is in tier one. My number two, three, and four are in tier two. So I think you can get Fair. those tier two guys in round four or five. Yeah, I agree 100%. I, I like Kyle Pitts a lot. I'm probably going Mark Andrews at two, and then probably even Darren Waller at three before wow. I, before I bring in Pitts at four. Okay, so Mark Andrews is my number three. All right, and again, it, it's a near certainty that Andrews will be the second tight end off the board in drafts. I mean, I I, I put Kyle Pitts up there because I'm big on him this year. I think I'm, I'm going to take him as much as I can. Um, it's no surprise he's coming off a career year. Uh, averaged, I think it was over 80 yards per game. Scored nine times. Uh, however, fantasy managers should be realistic. All right, Andrew saw his targets surge to nine per game last season because Baltimore's run game. Guess what? Rah, rah, rah. 
riddled. Do you want to hit the toilet button? By injury. Yeah, for sure. It yeah. was toilet. I mean, it was it trash. Was um, and, and again, more specifically, he averaged eight targets and 14 points PPR in games Lamar Jackson started and then finished a staggering 10 targets, 22 points per game when Jackson either left early or was inactive. So the expectation is for the Ravens' uh, run game to be prominent, uh, leaving Andrews to see his target volume drop. Marquise Brown no longer on the roster. None of this uh, changes Andrews' slam dunk, though, fantasy options being number three, I think. So you should expect him, I think, maybe to perform a little bit under what he did last year. Um, but again, that, that still makes him, though, more of, I mean, it's still a top 30 pick in any draft that you do. Yeah, he should be. I The way that I look at it, I really like the quarterback that's throwing the ball to Mark Andrews mm-hmm. more than I like the quarterback throwing the ball to Kyle Pitts. True. I think that Hollywood Brown leaving is going to, it's going to turn into Lamar Jackson leaning on Mark Andrews even more than he already did. So I, I love Mark Andrews. But how many times though, all right, when that happens, and again, I, we, we can say this and there's both sides to every statement that we make. When he is the guy, I think it's easier for defenses to shut down a tight end than it is to shut down wide receivers. So when he is the only guy there, right? I think that's a big issue. And again, Kyle Pitts, there's just so many question marks around Atlanta, period, that defenses are going to be like, okay, what, what do we do with anybody? Well, who else does the defense has to have to True. key in on in, in Atlanta? Yeah. Cordero True. Patterson? Well, I don't know. I'm just, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it could be. Yeah. Um, number four, I've got George Kittle from San Francisco. I've got him over Darren Waller. I am I am I am very very large on George Kittle this year. Okay, top five tight end worth a pick in round five range of most fantasy football leagues. Played seventeen games, including the playoffs last year. Caught seventy eight passes, over a thousand yards, seven TDs. Only Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews bested that production in the regular season. Concern for Kittle though is that with Trey Lance under center, (laughs) he's not going to get as many targets or as many quality looks. I'm just sorry. Kittle only caught two or three targets for 21 yards in his lone game with Lance last season. Even so, 80% of Kittle's typical production still makes him a top five uh, in any format. And injury risk, right? He misses games. To me, that's what... That's what keeps him at like number five on my list, and because talent wise, I mean, he's as good as anybody. Right. He's right up there with with Kelsey as far as physical ability. Uh-huh. Man, he gets hurt. Well, I'm glad I, you brought up injuries, uh, yeah. yeah, because yeah. that's why I've got Darren Waller at five. Fair enough, dealing with the hamstring this yeah. uh, this off season, and for the first time since his breakout campaign in 19, I've got Darren Waller from the Raiders. Uh, at number five. Now, fantasy managers have got some concerns coming into the season. The addition of also Devontae Adams could be a big problem for Waller's target share. And, Ego, you're a smart fantasy guy, man, and I just don't see how you put Waller above certain players when because Adams is going to be the, the key of that. I mean, yeah. Carr loves him. Adams loves him. I mean, it's just that relationship's there. Concerns are valid, the but Waller, I think you know, I still you don't put the guy out of the top five. Uh, once right. Kelsey Andrews come off the board, Waller should be the next guy after Kittle and Pitts. Um, now, would you draft Waller as early as round four? I don't know. Depends uh, no. on your scoring. Yeah. Again, depends on your scoring. While his targets might decline, he still could have an easier time in that red zone with Adams being there. So again, like I said, flip side to every point that we make here. 
Defenses are going to be looking at Adams in that red zone, and oh, yeah. there's Waller. And you have Hunter Renfro to worry about, too. Right. It's, I, um, overall, we have the same top five. Just a few kind of mismatch. But if you can get one of these top five on your roster... In the first five rounds, it, yeah, you're you're yeah. in good shape, and right. you're gonna you're going to have the advantage most weeks at the tight end position, right? Which is helpful. Obviously, Kelsey, we both agree in a tier by himself, uh-huh. but to me, two through five, almost interchangeable, right? So those are my tier two. Now, now, now it drops to another tier. Okay, I go to another tier in a tier three. I've got four guys at my number six, seven, eight, and nine. I put them in the tier three. Uh, my nine, my number nine guy might be tier four just because again, injury stuff, but let me talk about number six first at tight end. I've got Dalton Schultz, uh, from Dallas, okay. uh, top six tight end worth a pick. I think as early maybe as round seven, uh, Schultz exploded onto the scene in 21. I had him on two of my teams. And I just couldn't believe every time I would go and look, you know, I don't expect points for my tight end. There was points. I'm like, wow. There's how's this guy? What's this guy doing? Right, he's, he's really good. He's putting up points, um, and and now with Amari Cooper gone, you know there there's an opportunity for even a bigger role. So Schultz is up to the challenge of being that number two guy in that offense, which I think he is. He's got a chance to finish even higher than he did in 2021, and and I would not be shocked. This guy was a top three tight end if his quarterback is healthy. Certainly, I mean, it, if there were anybody in this next tier that I think has potential. To break into tier two, yeah, it's got to be Dalton Schultz. Awesome, Dallas right. Goddard is Goddard, however you want to say his last name. Number Goddard, seven, I think, is correct. Uh, from Philadelphia, I think this guy again is that's where he sets off the true tier three for me. Okay, this is tier three now, I believe. Uh, true tier three. Uh, you know, he's number one tight end. He's got top five upside. Who should be drafted? You know, again, it, it early as maybe round nine. Uh, in, in full point PPRs. Uh, Goddard finally shed Zach Ertz last year and then ran to some terrible touchdown luck. Uh, 10 games without Ertz. Uh, Goddard averaged just four catches, 61 yards. Still, that's not bad. Uh, if he can maintain the target volume, which I, I believe Philadelphia loves throwing to the tight end a lot. And I was mm-hmm. looking back, and I went back 10 years on tight end targets. Philadelphia was like number two or number three throwing the ball to the tight ends in the last 10 years. It was insane. Um, A.J. Brown could make it difficult, though, for him to maintain that volume. But, again, I think uh, Dallas Goddard is is, is at number seven for me. Dallas Goddard is the tight end, I think, drafted first amongst owners who wait on tight end. Yep. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, I'm not going to take one early. I'm going to get I'm going to put my other pieces in place and then I'm going to draft who's there. Mm -hmm. Who's there is going to be Dallas Goddard, yeah, and you're going to be fine. And I think this guy is another one too that is also going to be there, and I think he's okay to take. And I because I had him on my roster uh, last year, I think I picked him up because I had a bye week from from somebody else, and, and I ended up keeping him. It was uh, number from Detroit, T.J. Hawkinson. Sure, I mean uh, Hawkinson on draft day, you know, it might be a delight that he is lingering around. I think I looked at his average draft position last year; it was like seventy two. I mean, and so I think people were really high on him last year, but now his draft average draft—it's like in, it's almost close to a hundred. So I, I didn't really understand that too much. So um, he won't go anywhere near as high as he did in 2021 after his season ended with that injury. But most won't remember that he averaged almost 12 points per game, sixth best at his position. Okay, so now his price tag is a bit more manageable, I think, this year. So maybe that's why his 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 draft went 
you know, is at ADP because of that injury is so far back. But I think if he's around it, it, again in round nine, round ten, you got to take this guy, especially if you have to take a tight end. Right. Going into last season, I remember this specifically. Hawkinson was like the breakout candidate for tight ends. He was the guy everybody thought was going to take the big leap. And so he was getting drafted really, really high. Um, got hurt, you know, but didn't produce to that. So people just forget, right? Like, well, he was good and he was on the field, but he got hurt. So the numbers aren't there. So they're off of him this year, but yeah, grab him. He'll be good. Yep. My next guy, number nine, again, Zach Ertz. Okay. From Arizona. Ertz is a top 12 tight end. I don't care what any league you're in. He's a top 12 tight end who should be drafted. Uh, if you've got to, again, if you're in a 10 man league, You've got to start a tight end. Zach Ertz needs to be on your team. The suspension of DeAndre Hopkins especially gives Ertz massive upside early on in the year. In seven games without Hopkins in 2021, look at these numbers, dude. Ertz delivered 43 catches for almost 500 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, Ertz saw nine or more targets in each of the last five games without Hopkins. So he turns 32. That's that's grandpa age in football, it is. all right? Um, and the team did draft a tight end. Um, can't remember the guy's name. So, but he, could, he'll be could, a, could be a he drop won't be a off, this you know. Year. But could be a drop off. Trey, Mc, Trey McBride. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then you know, so he's my number nine. That's fair. And in, in uh, redraft leagues, I like it. In uh, in keeper dynasty leagues, yeah, you know, for he, sure. Yeah. Then my number 10, this might shock some people. And and, and again, right okay. here, this is when my tears really just fall off. I just think that there's just a lot of tight ends that, again, if you don't get, to me, if you don't get those top eight guys, okay, if Zach Ertz is there and I'm doing a draft, I'm picking up Ertz. But then after that, I'm like, okay, am I playing? Am I now at the point where I'm playing matchups every week depending on the defense of their plan. And I've done that before, and I've won championships before doing that. You know what I Resume. mean? Resume. Yeah, pl- exactly. Playing yeah. Ch- play- playing matchups with, with, with my tight end. Um, I've won a championship playing matchups with my QB position. Oh, yeah, me all too. Right? Me so too. these, I, I'm going to give you a little reasoning why, though, I put this guy here. Because I think maybe not in this area, in Springfield, I might not take a lot of heat. But I know down south in St. Louis, I really am. But Cole oh. Komet. Cole Komet. From the Chicago Bears. Okay. <laughs> um, with Jimmy Graham and Allen Robinson gone. That's really why I've got him there, okay? Sure. And I know there are so many people who are just, you know, waiting for the Chicago quarterback to be the next whoever. Just the, he's been Jim compared. So he's been compared to so many different people. Jim Miller. Right. Chris Chandler. <laughs> Everybody, right? Um, Cordell Stewart. So the Bears receiving core is... I mean, it's trash. Yeah. All right. Komet will be one of the most trendy breakout picks. I'm telling you right now at tight end. All right. Uh, one of the most explosive athletes. Okay. He's got like a, a sick, like vertical jump. I, I, I seriously was the reason, the, the big reason I put him on here is because that, that network that we don't like so much that says the oh. nicest thing. The NFL network, they, they did put like a video of him. And I was like, is that a tight end? Dude is fast. He can jump. Arguably, probably the highest upside player at this position from those being taken as top 10 picks. All right. The best fantasy tight end finished first or second on their team in targets. And Komet has a very clear shot at being precisely that for the Bears. I put him at number 10 because I honestly think he's going to be their number one receiver on this team. I'm sorry. 
Darnell Mooney is going to be the number one I receiver. I think Komet on this is going to be the number one guy. I mean, I don't believe in any of those receivers. I, I hope you're right. I just <laughs> drafted Komet in a dynasty league that I, I drafted the other day, and Komet is my tight end. He's my starting tight end. I waited. I mean, it was he was my very last pick for my starting lineup. I drafted Komet. I hope you're right. I am partially offended that Dawson Knox is not in your top 10. Uh, okay. Okay. He's, he's in my top 15, though. Okay. Absolutely. He's All at right. number 13 overall. But, you know, Buffalo has so many weapons. They do. They are sick. And I had Dawson Knox on two of my teams last year because I had Josh Allen. And he was doubling up. He's very good. Um, but he is at number 13. Um, and, again, that that tier, again, I, in the Buffalo offense, just so many weapons, man. I mean, just yeah. so many weapons. How are they going to score? A, a lot of ways. Uh, number 11, I have Hunter Henry from New England. Uh, number 12, Pat Firemuth from from. Uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, yeah, also from from Pittsburgh. Evan Ingram from Jacksonville, and then Cameron Brady from uh, Tampa Bay. Evan so, Ingram. What about Evan Ingram? All right, no, that's it's fine. It's your list. Lawrence loves him some Evan Ingram. All right, all I'm right. Saying. I mean, it's your list. I I think that is probably your pick. That is um, higher than the consensus out of anybody else. Yeah, on the I'm list. saying things that aren't like like cookie cutter, but yeah, I'm going so out one, one of your rules last week, right? <laughs> Stray away from, uh, okay, So I got you. There's my top 15, and again, number one, Travis Kelsey, number two, Kyle Pitts, number three, Mark Andrews, number four, George Kittle, number five, Darren Waller, number six, Dalton Schultz, number seven, Dallas Goddard, number eight, TJ Hawkinson, number nine, Zach Ertz, number 10, Cole Komet. Moving on to our defenses. Um, again, I think a lot of this is on scoring, how your defenses score. I've been in some leagues before where defenses get Hardly any points at all. Then I've been in some leagues where the defenses get almost as many points as quarterbacks, and it's just uh, crazy. Yeah. So we're going to go by basic scoring again, okay? Sacks, interceptions. Um, I don't even think the league I'm in does tackles. I think it's sacks, interceptions. No, not tackles. That's, yeah, that's I, too I much. I think it's um, basically sacks, interceptions, and points scored against. Here's here's what, what we do, and I think it's pretty normal. It's sacks, it's interceptions, it's safeties, yeah. it's fumbles forced, mm-hmm. fumbles allowed, it's points allowed, and yards allowed, mm-hmm. right? So you get X amount of points for right. each of those. Yeah, we don't do yards allowed. We just do fumbles in general. So Okay. Um, this is That's a good list. That's basic scoring. It's list. basic scoring, mm-hmm. right? For sure. Um, so number one, number one on my list, I've got the Indianapolis Colts. Wow, okay. Yep. So for me... I've got one A and one B on my list here. Fair enough. And I'm sure your number two is the, the other one. So go ahead. And it might be. Go, um, go ahead and talk about the Colts real quick. This list strays from the normal consensus. And people are probably going, Colts? Indianapolis Colts? What? Yeah. What? So last year, they were the ninth fantasy defense in a, most scoring formats. They caused a ton of tor- uh, turnovers. And their division matchups is what I like. They get Jacksonville twice. They get Tennessee twice. You know, that's... They're they're there in the AFC South, man, and you got to look at that's that's a lot of games against some bad opponents yep. with a good defense. So they're number one for me. They were good last year. They didn't really lose any pieces. They've got Stephon Gilmore, cornerback, DeForest Buckner, defensive tackle. They put a lot of pressure on the QB. I like the Colts as the number one defense. Number two led the league in turnovers last year. Dallas. I don't have them as my one uh, B. I noticed that they weren't high on many people's lists. I don't have Dallas in my top 10. And I don't know why. They were the number one fantasy defense last year. The number one. Right? And then you look, 
Who are their division matchups? I mean, the Giants, the Eagles. Who else? Hold on one second here. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna find out why because I think they have potentially the they, best defensive player in football, Micah Parsons. Haven't they lost a lot of dudes though? They've got Micah Parsons and Trayvon Diggs still. Yeah, that's true. Right. So their their turnovers probably aren't going to be what they were last year. That was they were Trayvon Diggs was picking. Well, that's your Evan Ingram then, because boy, I tell you what, they are they are right now seventeen right now overall on like three of the major. Makes no sense, man. Seventeen, they're not even the top fifteen. So ego's going big. My one A one B was the Colts and the Bills. Okay, I've got Bills at three. Okay, cool. I've got Bills at three. Um, they were third last year. Mm -hmm. I got them at three this year. They added Von Miller, which is only going to help, right? So. Another thing to keep in mind is that kind of the offensive tie-in, right? The Buffalo Bills offense is going to spend some time on the field, which is great for the defense. So you have to look at that too, right? So Josh Allen's going to be out there leading charges. They're going to go down. They're going to score a lot. You know, they're they're not a quick strike like the Chiefs to where the defense has to hurry up and get back out there, um, which is going to be good for the Buffalo defense, which is already a really, really nice unit. And they added Von Miller. I've got Buffalo at three. Number four, I've got the Niners. They were six last year. They are consistent. If you look, I think if you wow. go maybe the last five years, I think they've been a top 10 fantasy defense every year. That's hard to say about any team in football, but the Niners are so consistent. They've got Nick Bosa out there. That is a uh, that is a defensive unit. Year in and year out, consistency, you can bank on that. Cool. They're always good. I've got them at five. Fair enough. Yep. So Number five, I've got Tampa Bay. I just read something about the Dallas Cowboys, too. You're not going to like it, so go ahead. Hit me. No, I'm not going to. I'm just going to wait. I'm going to wait to the end. I'm going to go Okay, all right, all right. Tampa Bay. Uh, they were seventh last year. I have them at five this year. I mean, they've, they've just got good te- They've got good players. They've got Akeem Hicks, Shaquille Barrett, Antoine Winfield Jr. out there. Yep. I got them at six. Yeah, really yep. nice unit. Yep. Obviously, Tom Brady. Yep. Yeah, there you go. They need to screw <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, I have Miami at number six. Okay. Miami finished last season as the number two fantasy defense. A lot of people don't realize that. They just still think of Miami as Miami, which has mm-hmm. been historically a bad team. Their defense was really, really good. They have potentially the best cornerback in the league, Xavier Howard, out there. And that offense, I think, is going to be good enough to keep the defense off the field and keep them fresh. Yeah, I've got them at number eight. Okay, fair enough. Number seven, New Orleans. Yeah, see, I had them higher. Really? Okay. Yes. I mean, seven. They were five last right. year. Um, my concern with New Orleans is uh, really their quarterback play and how often Winston's going to turn the ball over yeah. and keep the defense on the field. But they've got the personnel to be a top 10 fantasy defense. Again, they got the Honey Badger out there. They got Marshawn Lattimore, uh, cornerback. So I like New Orleans quite a bit. I have Denver at number eight. A lot of people have Denver higher on the list I was looking at. So I've seen the Broncos. That's a good That's a good point. I've seen the Broncos ranked as high as number two. Yeah. And then I've seen them ranked outside the top 15. You know where they finished last year? No. 21st. Wow. Why, why are the Denver Broncos going from 21st to top five on some people's lists this year? I don't know. I can read you what the player outlook forum is right now from uh, one of my sites that I go to. Well, I've got a go ahead. I've got a theory. Go ahead, and it's 
the offense and how the offense is going to be so improved this year with Russell Wilson. Right? Okay. I mean, that's that's my only they've got, you know, Pat Sertan out there, linebacker. They've got a good defensive unit, but okay. I think last year they just spent so much time on the field that they were a better defensive unit than they finished, you know, from a fantasy standpoint, because eventually they're gonna wear down and teams are gonna score points. But man, they were twenty first last year. That was my biggest like reach. Well, the person that ranked them second says look out for the pass rush this year. Apparently the pass rush is going to be way different this year with Randy Gregory and Brandley Chubb. Yep. And uh it's going to they say it's going to be it's supposed to be different, it's going to be different. I'm not going to we'll go see. off of it's supposed to be different and going to be different. I got a top uh, I got him top 10. And, and to be honest with you, I am almost a matchup defensive uh player I every get to that. single week. That I is, that, is that. Me. that is me. Because when you talk about those top 3 um, you know, again, the Colts up there. Uh, I think you can put the Rams up there. I don't know how you haven't mentioned the Rams yet. I mean, like seriously, I, I cannot believe the Saint. The, the I almost said St. Louis Rams. I can't believe that do, you man. have not put the Rams in this 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 top five. I mean, I'm just like sure. What? Okay, but go ahead. Uh, number nine, New England. They finished fourth last season. I think they're going to have an improved offense this season, which helps the defense and. Another thing, consistency, like I talk about with the Niners, New England consistently has a top ten yeah. fantasy defense. I've seen them being the top five sure. a lot, you know. And the Patriots, they always have a good defense, you know. They you're, do exactly. You're, you're just always. like, okay, twenty years Patriots. I'm gonna say, you know, that's them. One of those teams where kind of like um, Zach Ertz, where it's yeah. like, all right, you know, I'm I'm not gonna reach and grab one of these defenses, and you know, like when I still have six rounds left, right. like. So I'll just take one in the last right. round like a normal fantasy player, and I'll get New England, and I'll be fine. Right. Number 10 is where I have the Rams. That's not bad. No. It's a starting defense. They finished... I, would dra- I would put the Rams, though, in a, in a Tier 1. Okay. They I would put them up there with the Colts, last year. the Bills, and maybe, maybe, who would you have at number 3? Uh, number 3, I have Buffalo. Okay, so oh, Dallas was the other one. So yeah. Dallas. Yeah, I would put them in the same tier as Dallas. Okay. For sure. um, 15th. Last year, the Rams. But I see, mean, I mean, you're saying last year a lot, and I and, yeah. I, and I don't like that so much because okay. when you go by drafting on last year, that's not safe. I don't like last year. You can go off it a little bit, but you always want to look ahead. You always want to look at, hey, how's that going to do? Because I tell you, there's some players that have burned me in the past. Kareem Hunt has burned me in the past. Mm-hmm. Marshall Falk has burned me in the past. Right? Uh, who else? Uh, Julio Jones has, has burned me in the past. So going and last year to me just really it scares me when you start saying that. Every single time you're talking about who you're drafting. I made a note of each team of where they finished last year because I think it's important, right? If we're going to have the Rams up in, you know, number three or four, I think it's important to know that last year they were 15th. So what have they done? What are they going to do between last year and this year? Bobby Wagner. That's going to rocket them all the way up into the top five. Bobby Wagner. I moved them up five positions, (laughs) right? I mean... They've got, Jay, sacks. they've got Jalen Ramsey, you know, he's going to take any number one receiver out of the game. I mean, that, let's be 100% honest. Fantasy defenses, you don't really need to worry about. Yeah, unless you you're draft drafting, late. I would draft the Rams first, then the Colts, and then the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> you draft them late. I've played so many, I know you have too, where you just do waiver wire defense, right? Every week, you look and see, Absolutely. all right. 
who's got the best matchup. 100%. Who's playing against Daniel Jones this week? 100%. And I'm going to pick up that defense, and I'm going to have one of the top-scoring defenses. It's one of the only positions in fantasy you can do that with. Um, but there's strategy to it. Right. And, right? I, and, and I'm going to be 100% honest with you right now, too. Okay. And again, there have been drafts where I have not drafted a kicker or defense sure. on my team and just looked and see what I had. Yeah. You know, to fill roster spots. And then week one, I went and picked out a defense and a kicker. Yeah. So, um, Take these lists again, these rankings for what they're worth. And we're just trying to give you some names, especially the first time folks out there they're getting into fantasy football. I had a female who listens to our, our podcast. She worked at Illinois State Fair. I can say her name. Rebecca Clark, State Fair Manager. Hi, Rebecca. Um, she listened to it last week because I was telling her about it the week before because somehow we got on the fancy. She's like, Oh, you do fancy football? I was like, Yeah, we do a podcast, you know, at the radio station. It's our second. Oh, wow. So I'm, I, some people here at the State Fair asked me to do one. And I'm like, Oh, you should. So she listened and loved it. And All so right. she said she can't wait to follow us and spread the word so rebecca clark state fair manager uh take take indy take the rams and then take buffalo and i guess sleeper pick is dallas they were only the best defense in the league last year and and everybody forgot um so give me the other the the who who rounds out out the 15 i've got green bay at 11 uh casey at 12 Tennessee at 13, Philly at 14, yes. Chargers at 15. I also had the Packers very high. I had the Packers very, very high. Where did I have the Packers at? I had Packers at number nine. So, yeah. Um, yeah. That's Another just, one of those great matchups, yeah, right? Sure. They've got the Bears twice. Absolutely. They've got the Lions twice. And, I mean, the Vikings will be okay, but that's still – right. That's six matchups that, that so I, I know like. everyone is waiting on the punter conversation. Okay, we're Uh-oh. gonna we're gonna make you wait. All right, I want the drama to build here, buddy, because wow. we're gonna go. We're gonna stick with uh, ego here. He's gonna do his uh, top fifteen kickers. Did you do fifteen? Because again, it's um, sure you can. You, uh, the, the kicker thing we've said it once, we said it twice, we said it probably way too much, but we're gonna beat this over a drum for you, folks. Okay, you can play kicker matchups. I mean, all day long. But I will say, and, and maybe, I mean, I don't know if Eagle and I will disagree so many on this one. There are, I think, when you look at kickers and you look at the tiers, um, I think it's a, a little more than defense. I think the tiers set themselves apart a little bit more. Would you agree? The kickers? Tier one, I think there is a... Uh, I would vehemently not a disagree. Big, there's not a big... I think there's not <laughs> a big... When you look at defenses... Okay. I don't think there's that big a separation when you're talking about tier one okay, okay, to okay. tier five. But when you're talking about kickers, I think there's a huge separation from tier one to tier five. I think I think there's a huge drop off. Huge. With kickers, I think there's a tier one, which is Justin Tucker. Yeah. And then a tier rest of the league. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. When I when I play in leagues with kickers, and I do, I've you know, I'll join leagues that have kickers. I'm not I may bag on him a lot, but I'm not like a fantasy snob where I'm like, Ugh, kickers, bro. Uh-huh. I am not even playing in that okay. league. I'm above it. Right. I am above it, but I'll play because I'm a nice guy. Oh. Right. Um, <laughs> but if I don't get Justin Tucker, I don't care who I get. I okay. will get the top ranked guy in the very last round of the Fair draft. Enough. That's my kicker. And then I'll I'll run with it for a couple of weeks and I'll look at the waiver wire and say, okay, well, this guy has scored more than my guy, so I'm gonna drop my okay. guy and get that guy. Fair enough. See, I've got two people in my tier one. Um, and again, you you go ahead and, and, right. and start off your list. We've already said Justin Tucker Justin number Tucker. one. Yep. Right. And I've got again one A, one B. Number you know? two, Mia Hamm. She was a great kicker. Number three, Kathy Ireland. Necessary roughness. Great movie. Oh, right? 
Great. You got sound movie. bites from that? Great movie. He's All right. Real, in real life. Number two, uh, Rodrigo Blankenship. <laughs> I love his glasses, dude. Is this a serious list or not? Yes. This is not a serious I've got list. Rodri- I, okay. This is trash. Come on. Morton Anderson. No. Dude. One of the best of all time, dude. This is ridiculous. Okay, come on. This is list. Come okay. on. <laughs> all right. I've got Rodrigo Blankenship. What a maroon. <laughs> I'm glad you can't hear the sound effects I'm playing right now. I couldn't hear You're myself. You're missing out. I couldn't hear myself. You're missing these, out. So I had to take them off. You're it was missing out. with me. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll hear it when I listen Bugs to Bugs Bunny just called you a maroon. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. <laughs> this is so good for the new fan, the young fantasy yeah, players. Yeah, for sure. Like Yosemite Sam and Bugs Bunny. <laughs> no idea who those guys are. Uh, number three, I have Tyler Bass, Buffalo. Okay. Uh, how's that? Is he in the, one of your top tiers? That's, that's real life. No. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, he is. Tyler okay. Bass is in tier two. Okay. All tier right. one, I only have two kickers. So, Tucker and McPherson. Okay, Evan McPherson. Okay, yep. I have Evan from Mc- Cincinnati. Yep, and uh, sure, I like that. Evan McPherson. That guy's a rock star in real life. <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals, dude. Yeah. I just how do you not root for them? Yeah. I mean, come on. All right, so I have then number four, Daniel Carlson, Las Vegas. Okay. Number five, Ryan Suckup, okay. Tampa Bay. Uh, number six, Robbie Gold, San Fran. Okay. Number seven, I have Harrison Butker, KC. Yep. He's dealing with a sore ankle, too, though. Did you see that? There was an update on him. No, but Kickers be, and feet and, and, and ankles, though, you got to be careful. Okay. Because remember last year, I forget what team it was. So maybe a little handcuff action? But yeah, but, Get, but draft the, their backup. one team did not have a kicker. I'm trying to remember who that was last year. Who was that last oh, year? Oh, no, I remember. Oh, I forget who and it was. I was like, they, they don't have a kicker. They cannot kick. Yeah. Oh, they that, weren't punting or a kick. It was great. Was it the. It made it so much was more Detroit fun. Was it Detroit on Thanksgiving? Oh, I think it was. It was it was insane. Anyhow, if we get that wrong, we will hear about Please it. Please tweet somebody. us and tell us how yeah. wrong we are. But I know there was a, a game last year where I would, where they made it a big deal where they're like, they're they do not have a kicker on their team <laughs> right now. Number eight, I have Matt Gay from the Rams. You know, I've seen Matt Gay a, as high as number two in some rankings sure. this year, obviously because he's on the Rams. Right. Uh Matt Prater, number nine. Mm-hmm. Uh Young Way Koo, number ten. Coolest Love that name. guy. Yeah. Love that guy. Yep, yep. Coolest name. I will say with kickers, if there is any strategy that can be, you know, kind of used with kickers, because let's be honest, man, if you have a kicker from, you might think, I want a kicker from a high-scoring offense, right? Of course, that makes sense. Okay, well, what if they score five touchdowns on the day? That's a great day for the offense, and five extra points is all your kicker gets. Right, right, right. Right? Meanwhile... You've got another team that only scores nine points because they can get down to the 40, but they can't do anything else. Right. Well, that ki- that kicker's got you three field goals. Right. Which is why I always call kicker the ultimate crapshoot, right? Because you can have, like, how do you... Justin Tucker, you know, because that dude can kick 70-yard bombs mm-hmm. that he's going to score no matter McPherson's what. McPherson's got a leg, too, though, You're man. right. You're Bucker's right. got a leg, too, when he's healthy. I kind of um, try to target teams that have like good offenses, but offenses whose drives. Prater stall. too, I think, has got a pretty big mm-hmm. leg, and those th- th- that's what we go by. I think when I when I when I look at kickers, I look at big legs. Sure, you know, and 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 not even so much accuracy because I mean, you look at some of those kickers who got a ton of points last year. It's because like what you just said, they're kicking forty yard field goals yeah. every game, and you get more points for the longer field goals. Yes. So that's that's kind of what I look for. I mean, otherwise it would just be okay. Casey's kicker is number one right, because right, right, they right. score the most, right? right? Suck it, up would be yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. It doesn't work like that though. You kind of need that offense to get down, right? You know, red zone, thirty yard line, something like that. 
offense stalls out right. a few times a game. Kicker gets some points. That's what you look for. Is that all you got then? You're going to just yeah, do that? Yeah, okay. 10's fine. Very good. There you go. Um, I, I do think you, though, should should target Suckup, though. I mean, you know, that, that guy from Tampa Bay, uh, they score a lot of points, and I think they're going to keep scoring a lot yeah. of points. So that's definitely something that you should look forward to and, and, and looking at those matchups every single week. We've said that again. How many times so far on this podcast? Kickers, defense, all right, matchup, matchup, matchup. Yeah. Punters, Yes, it is a matchup play. I can't and wait to learn. Eric told me to turn his microphone off during this segment. So, <laughs> so let me just real quick get to punter strategies and, and why include punters, okay? Especially with people who don't know much about fantasy football. I've been in leagues before, and I've, and I've felt bad for people sometimes. When you're the new person in a league that say say Eric and I have been in the same league for 15 years. Something happens where somebody can't be in that league, and you bring a new person in. It always sucks. doesn't matter how much experience that person has. If you're coming to a new league and you're that person, you always want to make a big impression. Yeah. And you always, you know, it never goes well. I've, I've never seen anyone be the new man in and win that league. I've never, ever, ever, ever seen it. You don't know the, 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 the you know, what's the word? The vibe, I guess, of the league tendencies of other teams right you just don't get it so having a chance we are always and I think we said this last week I am a big fan of points I love points I love fun I love a, a chance for look if, if if you're someone also who is coming into a league for the first time you're new you've never played fancy football okay guess what you could win the Super Bowl sure because it is like Eric says a crapshoot there are a bit. stud quarterbacks and running backs who underperform, and I could do a list of top 10 people who are supposed to be top 10 and ended up not being in the top 100 because it is a crapshoot. So if you're going to be involved with something that is such sometimes a luck, you know, again, I, we can argue all day. How much is skill? I'd, I'd how much got is luck? Appointment coming up. I know. I mean, we yeah. could argue all day long. Like, how much is skill based? Sure. How much is luck based? How much is fantasy football? I'm going to show you something off the air after okay. this. Very good. Then just remind me. And I've gotten into some serious hard arguments with people before. But my point about punters again is this. Okay. And then I will, you know, I will not talk about punters ever again until <laughs> it's one of my sleepers. Okay. Or my boom. Okay, so if I get to my booms or busts and I say, Logan Cook from the Jaguars is going to be a boom this week, you better pick him up. And here's why. It just makes fantasy football more fun. All right? You want to switch things up? You're saying with the boring stuff. If you're thinking this yourself, man, I don't know if I want to do fantasy football anymore. Make your Add punters to your league. Yeah, a little spice in your life. Spice it up, right? man. All right? Punters play football. Like playing a little dress-up. We you are doing I mean? fantasy yeah. football. All right? And since solid, consistent punters are much more common than reliable fantasy performers at skill positions. It's ba- it's best to wait until later rounds to draft a punter. Okay, again, I'm not going to lie to you about that. I'm not trying I'm not taking a punter with my 8th, ninth, 10th or pick. I might not even take a punter at all. But it is matchup based. One important strategy when deciding which punter to draft is to examine the offense of the team the punter is a member of. We said that a lot about a lot of these positions, okay? NFL's best offenses tend to score touchdowns or field goals on most of the possessions, so they don't need to punt. So those are the teams. You're not going to see um, the, uh, the the Rams punter on my list here. You're just right. not going to see it, all right? Um, you will see the Chiefs punter on this list because he's pretty amazing at getting that ball within the 20, okay? 
Let me tell you how you score your Okay, punter. thank you. All like, right. I, this is dry. I'm like, come on. How do we Fantasy how do score? Fantasy football punter scoring. Okay? You get .5 points. Half a point. Okay. For each punt attempt. All right? You get two points. They do what's called AYP. AYP is a big thing. What do you think AYP means? Average yards per punt. There you go. Average yards per punt. So between... Curious um, to know what your son would think that stood for. Oh, my gosh. For sure. So between 35 and 40 yards, two points. Okay. Between 40 and 45 yards, six points. 45 to 50 yards, you're going to get eight points. And if it's a 50-plus yard punt... Average. 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 Yeah, not just one punt. Right. Average punt. You're going to get 12 points, man. That's huge. (laughs) You're getting more points than Aaron Rodgers. Wow. You're also going to get two points each for punts that land inside the 20-yard line. Okay. All right? The old coffin corner, Jeff Fiegels. But there is a negative, too. Negative five points if you have a blocked punt. Okay. There's your scoring right there. What if you punt it into the end zone? Easy peasy. That's no no, not, no points for that. But that I'm glad you bring that. I mean, you have other options like touchbacks, total punt right. yards, fair catches, return yards allowed, number of – you can keep going. Of course. But this is the basic punting scoring okay. system. I'm going to pass this along to you. Just so you have that, so you can talk Thank about you. that on Fantasy Football 101 on Sunday. It will dominate the airwaves. I guarantee you're going to talk about weeks it. On and end. I guarantee people are going to call in and love it. Weeks on end. Top 10 punters. You ready? Here we go. Number one overall a top 10 punter, Michael Dixon from Seattle. Number two, Logan Cook from the Jaguars. Number three, A.J. Cole from the Raiders. Number four, Jack Fox from the Lions. Number five, Brian Anger from the Cowboys. Number six, Tress Way from from the Commanders, number seven, Jake Bailey from the Patriots, number eight, Tommy Townsend from the Chiefs, number nine, Johnny Hecker from the Panthers, and number ten, Cameron Johnston from the Texans. I've Again, got nine and ten flip flops. Okay, stop. I think you're... so. But what? Is, but what is the theme there? What is the theme? For bad, those teams. Pl- bad teams. Bad yeah. teams. Other than the Chiefs and the Cowboys, maybe the Raiders, maybe. Raiders, will but be the okay. Chiefs and Cowboys, in my opinion, are probably the only two punter t- people that I put on that list. That I think have possible playoff potential. High, high, I should say high playoff potential. Okay. The other ones, eh, all right, especially with their matchups. So grab one of those punters. Those should be the guys that you target, and then that's that. All honesty, sounds interesting, right? I think it would add a little something to leagues that most people have never experienced before. And, um, you know, I, I goof because it's... It's, I goof too, but okay. I, and let, I think let me, it sounds and let me tell you right now, the league that I'm in, the big money, uh, the big peanut league that I'm in, that we play for peanuts in, 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 down in St. Louis, the league I've been in since 1994. We've been considering doing this for many, many, many years, and we put it. You know, the commissioner puts it to a vote, right? And it's failed every time, but it's a 10 man league. But the vote for the last two years, okay. Guess what it's been? 50-50. Yes. Wow. And so the commissioner has had to come in and, and make the call. So, And it's I, weird, yeah. too, because the people that are voting for it sometimes change their mind. They change. It just, you know, it is what it is. The, I, I, I got into it last year with my son, his high school. You know, there's two, yeah. there's two kickers in our league. So they're like, hey, we need to have some kicker points. And so they added it. And when I did it, it was pretty fun. I was like, wow, that was pretty cool. Like, my punter literally got me in two games last year. I mean, it's different. More points yeah. than my quarterback. Right. That, that's... <laughs> and I, and I was like, that's awesome. 
It's uh, <laughs> it is fantasy, right? Yes. I mean, it's it's okay. There's yes. no right and wrong way to right. do it. And so, if, I mean, if it's fun, I can't be like, no, man, you didn't enjoy that, right? Right. And here's <laughs> yeah, the worst. Right. Here's the worst reason I, I I hate when people say that when they're against punters, right? And it really aggravates me, and it really frustrates me when they say that's not real football. What? I want a, I want my fantasy football league to be real. You know, I want it to be as close to a real game as possible. That doesn't make any sense. What? Like, what did you just say, dude? In real football, punters are <laughs> like crazy. It's called yes. football. Yes, <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm like, what are you? What? So don't come at me with that. All right. If you want to come at me with what Eric's saying, you know. He doesn't want there to be that big of a importance on on points per position, which I get um, because they're not on the field as much. I get that, okay, um, but it is fun. It is fantasy, like you said. So. Yeah, and my thing is I, and it's like kickers too. I like I said when I was going through kickers, I think there's there's one, and then. The rest of the guys are interchangeable. Right. I feel like week to week, you right. you can't really predict. You know, you know if um, you know if Christian McCaffrey's got a great matchup, like okay, he's gonna go all right. the way off this week. It's you can't really do that. You can do it with defenses, right? Be like, eh, this is a good defensive week because I know this offense can't score, right? You know, but with kickers, it's you know, and so I just goof on it. It's fine. Yeah, I play in leagues with kickers, but it's. You know, that's that's my point with my leagues that I set up. I want to be able to strategically think about each position I put out there. Right. And, here, and here's what I will say. Your punter that you pick up for that week, he might not see the field at all. Sure. Okay. And there's a bigger chance of that happening. All right. And I get that excuse, too. I get that reasoning. You know, I, oh, I've got the number one punter. Michael Dixon never even saw the field. Okay. You want players to play. Yeah, you want players that play. That's what makes it exciting. Watching the red zone, watching your players play football. I get it. Okay, I totally get it. A total points scored. You're there are always going to be QBs, running backs. Your punters never are going to be on that list. So I get it. But it does add a, a certain amount of fun. Um, there you go, man. Our our top. Uh, I like it. That was yeah. a fun show. Yeah, tight ends, defense, kickers, punters, and uh, next week we are going with top fifteen wide receivers. And uh, we'll dive way more in-depth with top 15 wide receivers. I'm, I think we might even go top 20. Sure. Is that okay? I think, me, I think we I might think even go have to. Yeah, I think we might even go top 20. I think we'll do top I think we'll do top 20 wide receiver running back, and then we'll go back to maybe top 15 QB. Sure. Because that yeah. makes sense. Because yeah. most fantasy lineups, you've got to have multiple receivers right. out there. You've got to have multiple running backs. And again, remember what I said too in the first show running back, running back, run, run. you're going to need running backs this year because yeah. wide receivers, there is a lot of them. Okay. So again, uh, that was season two, episode two. We appreciate that. Uh, Ego, good job. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We will see you next week. And remember, don't let winning your uh, fantasy football league. Uh, be a fantasy. Make it a reality with us here at the Fantasy Football Junkies. And tune in this Sunday, right? I think it'll be next Sunday. I'm going to okay. go talk to the boss. Don't fantasy worry. I'll be, I'll be 101. online. There yeah. you go, guys. Follow him on Facebook and uh, find him, Fantasy Football 101. It's a Newhoff Media Springfield presentation.